Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Books. My name is Lucy. And I'm Cindy. Yes. Today we're going to be talking about Tunnel of Bones. <laughs> yes. The second series of, I forget the author, Victoria Schwab's. Yes. Um, do you just want to jump into it? Yeah. All right. So, um, how was this book for you? (laughs) I don't know how I feel. I, I have mixed reviews about it. I don't know if I really like it or if I'm just like whatever about it. Um, I think so. I I sense that it's going to be. I mean, obviously, from the book and the description and everything, we're gonna follow along this character as she discovers her powers, as she discovers ghosts and gets them back. But I think for me, there's just too much kind of repetitiveness from the first one. Um, yes, it's different situations, same characters, but I think the start, the middle, and the end are pretty much the same. Um, I think I'm used to those kind of books that I, I guess for my taste or for my preference, um, I'm used to those books that does give you that that kind of tough reading in the first book and introduces like 15 characters and each book after is each character with their own lifestyle their own you know special situation that isn't so repetitive I don't know if this makes sense at all no no, I agree with you in fact um I was just thinking that I'm like it if different location same situation in a sense because they're recording they're obviously going to encounter ghosts uh, and this is a different ghost. It's, yeah. It being a, a normal standard ghost, this is a poltergeist. So we get some background into what it is to be a poltergeist. How does a ghost become that? Um, but I feel that the t- that the the plot, how it's set up, is exactly the same as the first book. Yes. Um, but. The difference that this book does provide the readers is that it gives us at least a, a chunk and a glimpse into Jacob, his background, which sadly we don't get until the end. So, yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I almost feel like I, and I could be wrong about this. I feel like this is going to be like almost an ongoing series for, I don't think it's just going to be three books. At least that's the way it feels to me, which, you know, for someone writing a book definitely leaves it open to more, um, especially if they do get that specific audience where they want to keep reading. That's fine. Um, but I feel like it's almost... For, for me, I feel like I would want to know more. Like, I think what keeps playing in the back of my head, and I'm wondering if she's, if the author is ever going to touch on it on this book or the next book, um, is 
or I'm sorry, she doesn't touch it in this book. If she's going to touch on it on the next book um, is when he disappears, which he doesn't seem to do so much. Well, he doesn't seem to do it so much in the second book as he did in the first book. Um, but where is he going? Like, is he going to go see his family? Like him just seeing them grow up or move, not move on, but just live life without him. Is that kind of like his happy place where, you know, where he goes or does he go back to like where he died? Like, I feel like he's such a main character that I wish his storyline would be more involved than just what's this big secret of how he died. But I believe that's what the character is. I'm sorry, the author is doing. Yeah. Building up that suspense. Yeah. For us, the reader, to end up, you know, going through the, the series, reading the books, and slowly um, on it being unveiled to us who Jacob was, how he's very connected to um, Cassidy, and what will end up being in the in the third book you know so yes he's mysterious he's still mysterious we know his full name we know how he died why he died um and if you know cassie is right to fear that he you know is a ghost that may potentially become you know he is a ghost yeah but uh, a ghost that may potentially um become dangerous which yes. is what Laura is always um, telling him. Yeah. Yes, warning Casey about. Yeah, and so so this book is the same sort of plot line. You know, we get a different location, but she's encountering um, ghosts in new areas. Obviously, this is very famous for um, Paris and the catacombs very mm-hmm. notorious for that so I do like that um, it didn't um, it didn't provide me with a, a lot of excitement with the location which is sad because you know Paris has its own history of such haunted um, history and occasions so I was really trying to get through everything else. And then when the last part occurred, which was um, the re- revelation of uh, Jacob, I think that's what just, that's what I was waiting for in the book. Yeah. I, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I did like that. She keeps getting into like like her ideas to go back are kind of like getting you know bigger, um and I'm just I guess I'm wondering where I don't know I think I'm just hung up on Jacob, like I feel like I would want to know more of his background or I think I'm just curious to know where he goes when he disappears, um but you're right you can see how he's getting stronger just like. Um, of course, spoiler alert on this, but 
when they tip over the suitcase that's carrying the um, the films and the cards and stuff like that because he's the one that tips it over right yeah yeah and he couldn't do that before so I, I guess you can see why she's having those dreams of him being in the lobby and just having everything spin around him I, I get her concern on that but I feel and and I like how she kind of overthinks it as well how how it plays with her a lot um because I feel like even as adults we overthink everything and I think if I had um, I'm not encouraging this, but <laughs> I feel like if I had like a ghost best friend, I think I would have those thoughts of like, I shouldn't have a ghost best friend or is he getting stronger or is she getting stronger? Do I need to get her back? You know, it's unnatural for, you know, X, Y, and C, but they're not doing anything to me. You know, like I think it, that would play with my head. So I like that we see that back and forth within herself. Um, I don't know how comfortable I feel that he can read her thoughts, though. But that's been present since, yeah. since um, the first book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think now that she's having more, like, private thoughts, like, of, you know, especially of him, like, you know, he's my best friend, but is he getting stronger? Are my dreams because, or not dreams, like, I guess that would be a nightmare, like, it almost seems like, can't she even have, like, a thought to herself? I understand your reservations regarding that. Um, I think that it's just, it's developing. We'll see what the third book gives us. Yeah. Um, I guess it's funny, too, because last episode, you suggested that everybody was raving about the second book. And not yeah. The first <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm finding myself... Well, yeah, you're right. I We should see the third one. Maybe the second one is just... I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the first one. I have to say that. I thought it was very fun. I thought it had a lot of action. I don't know why I felt like there was like a lot going on, a lot of action, and I like that. This second one just seemed a little like, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was because it was a little kid and the story was just more sad than kind of fun, like a fun reading. It just felt like a little sad reading to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess because it was a little boy-like you know, trapped because, and I understand like the thought of like, you know, playing hide and seek with your older brother and then not knowing. And then as a little kid, you know, if you transition into a ghost, do you have the same mentality or do you grow like you would grow? You know, you we don't know that. So I think with how the character kept his spirit childlike, just spiritually he lost himself because I guess he was young he didn't remember I don't know that's what I'm taking from it I think it was just the story was a little more sad to me than like the first one where it was more fun and it was this lady who you know she just went crazy or she went rogue and they sent her back and you're just like why did you let her steal your your life and you know it just seemed more fun more action-packed this one just seemed a little bit i don't know in the first one you saw that the ghost aspect of it was the 
the villain in that sense. This one, even though we see a, a poltergeist doing dangerous things, getting Cassidy into dangerous situations that it, it you know she could have died from, he's just plain, you know, in the end. And obviously, it's an innocent child who lost yeah. his life, he forgot who it was, and we're just going through the motions here of finding out how she can help him. So, yeah, so it wasn't as impactful, you know, you're not rooting for like, oh, I hope Cassidy, you know, does X, Y, and Z and she saves the day. This one wasn't that much, you just really just needed to, she learned more. Obviously, yes. regarding uh, her powers and what she's able to do with the help of Laura. Yeah. Resource. Second, obviously, we learn more about Jacob in the sense. Um, I was a little disappointed that even though it was in Paris, they had a lot of um, good locations within Paris that they went to visit. And so, like, it didn't wow me. It, it, it. It didn't even like dawn on me that they were in a uh, you know foreign location as opposed to the first book that it was I always had it in the in the back of my mind I'm like this is why I'm going to Scotland you know here I don't see that I feel like it it wasn't it um, even though it was played on and it was noted in her writing as a reader it di- it didn't remain with me. I was just going through the read, just trying to get through what what was the next stage of it? What's coming up next? Okay, how is this going to end? I, I get what you're feeling. I think, um, I I think there was no real. I get there was description on what everything like looked like and kind of felt like for her, but you're right. At points, it was like she's just running down the street, or she's just you know it you're right i did not feel like we were where we were supposed to be um i also know that um the laura talked about um this uh society that she's been trying to get into i wish that was just mentioned a little bit more i have the feeling it's really gonna come up in the third book and i'm hoping that's gonna come up to that will be the next feature in the third book hopefully yeah yeah i think i hope so um but i also i and i don't know how i feel about this but i also noted or noticed that and i have it written here in my notes yes i took notes um Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh that she the author i i think with this series you can really start with any book which is a good thing. Um, if you don't want to, let's say you stumble upon this book from a friend or, you know, sometimes neighborhood have those, um, those like little, um, bookshelves where it's a community library and everybody, you know, you put a book, you take a book. So if you're finding this book anywhere, it, to me, it seems like you don't have to start from like the first one. You can definitely start from like the second, the third. And if she ever keeps going, um, you can start at whatever point because so sorry, in reading this, um, the second book and in kind of glancing at the first, at the third one, um, in that first chapter, uh, she does summarize everything that's happened before which it's good for the readers in general because like I said you can just start from any book you, it, there's really no need for you to start from from the first book 
because even in the second book, she introduces uh, uh, Cassie introduces herself, introduces Jacob, and she does this whole like maybe two sentence. I think it's two three sentence like review of who he is, what he is to her, and you know how they came about to be together. Then um, she does like a summarize about Laura. Um, and then even her parents in the TV show. So I feel like, I feel like that's really good. But at the same time, if you, to me personally, as a reader that I've read first one, two, and then just kind of started three, um, I feel like I'm losing, I'm almost losing a chapter because I don't want to read the summarize that Cassie does because I'm like well I know what happened so <laughs> so I found with this second book I found myself that as soon as I hit that I I skipped like a whole almost like a whole half to a whole page which is really not that bad but I almost feel like for me there was no need to summarize because it's like well I remember what happened like I read it but um I guess it's also good because, like I said, if you're a reader and you stumble upon one of the books, um, you can definitely read the other two because it's different locations. But um, you don't need to because it's not like you're you're not going to know what happened. Because we're adult readers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I remember, this is written yes. for <laughs> children. I think I read that it's recommended for nine to 13 year olds so yeah. i know my nieces would love i will anticipate them liking this <laughs> book but you know they don't really like scary books but it's not like you know um you know dark tales to tell in the dark you know yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. i don't think it's that scary but you know it, the language is simple yeah. You're going straight forward. You know, she's not trying to complicate the storyline because of her um, targeted audience and stuff. So to an adult, eh, you know, it's not wowing. But like if you were to think as a younger self, you know, nine to 13 years old and stuff. Yeah, this is a fairly easy read. You might have forgotten what was in the first book. This is just a recap and what's going on next. But it is a transitional book, yeah, I feel. And those are all over within series. That yeah. This is the second book is typically a book that continues on with the same outline, how the story is gone and stuff, and just continues to, to develop, you could say, the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, but not much yeah. until you reach the finale. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that I think now that you're reminding me what the audience is, I feel that I w I would recommend this to a a um a preteen and an early teen. I think even um I do see how it would be like you said it's an easy read, and I think I think um I think that's why it's also like somewhat of a short book um and I ha I think that's why I have like a hard time saying whether I really love this book or not because it is a little outside <laughs> of of what I'm used to so um I think putting myself back at that age I think 
I think I would be a little scared of this book. Not so much like, oh my gosh, I, I can't even like read it because this is really scary. It's just, I think with like, you know, when you're younger, like you're, I don't even know how to put it. Like, I think I would be more like, do I even want to visit these places? Cause they're, they, they sound like they're haunted. Like I'm for sure going to see a ghost if I ever visit those. Um, those places I think in that sense I probably would be a little scared if it was me reading it at that age group and I think you're right it would be something that I probably would read maybe one to two books back to back but the third or maybe even the first to second would take me like a little bit longer to get to and that recap might be good like that recap would make sense Yes, and just to touch upon um, what you said regarding the location, I think that even adults could would be scared to visit such a location because um, it's there's a reason why they're called the catacombs. They haven't even kept records of how deep those things go. So, like, don't dis- don't deter from the tourists and go on your own because there's no way anybody could rescue you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that is true (laughs) yes and it's so crowded and small so yeah I was actually I think I've seen pictures here and there and I've heard about it but I actually did a little bit more research while reading this book because I was just like because you know how they were describing how like when they would touch the wall when she was in the veil she was like touching the wall or when she fell into or she was hidden and then it like I guess part of it crumbled and she fell into there and I was like because from what I remember before and from what I was thinking I was like aren't these things like secured so I'm like let me do some research and researching it I'm like okay like (laughs) I (laughs) guess You know, I was like, it, it does make sense why she's saying this in this book. Yeah, to give that sense of um, scariness, and it's true. It's absolutely true. I have not been to the catacombs, but I could. I think it is. They, they wouldn't joke about that. Yeah, you can't get lost there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yes. I, I don't know. So um, to finalize it and stuff, well, how would obviously you already gave your recommendation? and such but how would you um rate the book entirely entirely uh just taking everything i think i would give this book like either a seven or an eight um i would definitely still recommend it um i would you know if it's that group age i would recommend this book um and I would encourage them to definitely read like the whole series just because I feel like wherever they're visiting, it's going to be like a whole set of books. I'm not sure what's going to happen after they're done with their vacation <laughs> um, or quote unquote vacation slash work. But um, I would recommend it. I Maybe I would give it like I would give it a seven. Yeah, I would say around the same. I was actually thinking about giving it a five or a six. The reason why is because like for an adult you might find an adult and you're just going through it in order to get to the next stage of the series but if you're uh, a younger you know teen preteen you know within that section you might enjoy it yes yes I it gives so. you, yeah and 
I at least give it credit that it's in a different location. We do get another storyline into the ghost um, um, world. And, you know, she's progressing it with um, all three of them. Even though Laura is not present, she does come out there at at least, like, I want to say a couple of times in the background because obviously she's providing Cassie with um, information. But we do see some growth in their, um, them as characters. So that's yeah. why I give it between a five and a six. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can definitely see that growth. Uh, like you mentioned, like her, yeah, she's she's still keeping Laura, like, in touch of what's going on. But I did like that she did try to figure out or she did figure out how to do stuff on her own, especially with this one, uh, instead of just running to Laura for answers every time. Um, I do like how she's taking charge of that um, because had it been, you know, maybe somebody else, they would be like, oh, well, this girl knows everything. So let me just keep referring to her. And I like the idea of, of, of yes, asking for help when needed, but to try to figure out situations for yourself. Um, I think if that's when you find yourself being resourceful to a lot of things and not just dependent on, you know, just one source of information so i do like that of her um i also like and i think this is such a forgotten character in this book i love their pet i love their cat um (laughs) i really like their cat like i don't I personally would never take my cat on any trip, even if it was like for two months, I would just ask somebody to take it on my cat and leave it in the comfort of its own home. Um, but I just, I feel for this cat. This cat has, has been, you know, traveling with them. He's, you know, he's seen both the parent's side and her side. Um, I, I really enjoy that they added a cat element or like a pet. And of course, I like it that it was a cat, but I do like that they have that extra element and that this cat is like so sassy at times. So I really like that. I think a cat is easier to travel with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Than anything. Yeah. I because I mean, they're just self care. You just leave food and water behind. But I do like that they added that to it or that the author added a pet to the storyline. Like, I feel like. Can they do it without the cat? Yes, but do I like the cat? Yes. 